0: This is palavi welcoming you to a new episode of EY India Insights podcast. Today we're discussing the impact of generative AI in healthcare and also its transformative potential in healthcare sector. Joining me is Ramdesh Pandey, our esteemed tech consulting partner from EY India with expertise in business strategy, digital transformation and market development. Ram has collaborated with numerous Fortune 500 organizations across diverse sectors. It spans from retail, CPG, manufacturing, and government verticals. Ram, welcome to our podcast.
1: Thank you, Pallavi. It's great to be here.
0: To dive right in, Ram, uh, we would like to ask you, the first question is, uh, could you tell us how is generative AI being utilized in healthcare industry? Is it helping us improve patient care and outcomes?
1: Yeah. So, generative AI or generative adversarial networks, GANs, right? Uh, Is artificial intelligence capable of creating the content uh, such as images, music, text, videos, and so on and so forth, right? It very clearly uh, provides significant improvement and multiple opportunities as well in healthcare sector especially it helps in enhancing patient care lowering the cost and boosting the operational efficiency of the hospitals or the the career providers right uh, generative ai also has a lot of uh, use cases in drug discovery disease diagnosis then personalized patient treatment plans and medical research and so on and so forth So clearly, uh, there are a lot of use cases which have come up. uh, And I would still say it is little early days, but there is a lot of uh, action happening on generative AI and especially in the healthcare sector.
0: And adding to that question, we would like to know what are some specific applications of generative AI in healthcare, such as in drug discovery or medical imaging analysis?
1: Yeah. So let's look at... uh, what are the different ways in which generative AI helps, right? Also there are two types of generative AI. One is unsupervised generative AI and then supervised generative AI, right? So unsupervised generative AI is something which uh, works on the unstructured data, which is on the images and uh, the documents and all that, right? This type of AI is helpful when there is a large amount of data available, but it it has a little or no guidance on how to analyze it. The supervised generative AI, right, on the other hand, that has, that learns from the labels of the data, and then it also provides a lot more meaningful insights using those labels and categories, and the machines learn from this data and can generate the content that fits in a very predefined category. So these are the two types of generative AIs which you will see, right? Now, there are multiple use cases uh, which have come up, right? In, uh, as you rightly said, drug discovery or in medical image processing, there are medical simulations, lot of uh, hospitals as well as the, the caregivers, right? And overall in the healthcare industry, people are trying medical champions. Then also, on medical research where you use the the dna samples or the dna data and the genes data and then also analyze the conditions of the patient and then you can use that data to predict the health conditions predict any possibility of diseases so there is a lot more happening in the medical research patient care of course right this helps you give very personalized care to the patients because you can you have a large set of data which has very similar conditions like a patient in particular example or particular use case, right? You can simulate the data and analyze that in particular condition, depending on their health, depending on their food habits, depending on their lifestyle habits and all that. What kind of treatment should be given to a patient uh, for a particular disease? And that accelerates the overall patient care and that enhances the experience of the patient also throughout the journey. The disease diagnosis is another area where there is a significant, uh, I would say, enhancement or development happening using generative AI. So, as I said earlier, generative AI uh, can handle large volume of data and then analyzes that data, compares that data with the specific scenario or specific disease which you are treating, and then can come up with a very focused, uh, I would say, the treatment plan or a plan of action for that patient. And then also that enhances and that makes the treatment very personalized for that particular individual patient. Uh, So these are some of the use cases, and these are some of the, uh, I would say, uh, examples where generative AI is already being used. As I said earlier, still it was little early stages, but yes. And in drug discovery and clinical trials, right? That is another area where there is a lot of, uh, I would say, research as well as there is a lot of action happening in that area as well, uh, especially in... Generative AI can actually create a uh, few, I mean, use, using few molecules, it can actually create and simulate how a particular drug will behave, right, uh, for a particular medical condition. And those simulations can be used by doctors uh, for treating the patients, depending on the patient conditions as well as depending on the various different situations of a patient. So, all in all, yes, I think there are a lot of uh, applications and it is being used uh, by various different healthcare service providers as well as uh, the researchers to come up with uh, very personalized and enhanced care, taking it from curative to predictive uh, for the patients.
0: That's fascinating to hear, Ram. Uh, On that note, we would like to ask further, that while Generative AI offers such promising advancements, what are the potential ethical considerations and challenges associated with using Generative AI in healthcare?
1: Yeah, this is something which is uh, very uh, seriously looked at. And this concern has been raised uh, across the board. Because you are dealing with the personal data or health data of an individual, right? So, that clearly falls under BII and why their data is used for the analysis, simulations, as well as using that data you can uh, give predictions, right, on how a particular disease can be treated, but ultimately it's a personal data and then there are concerns around how that data will be used by algorithms. That is one part, right? So clearly related to personal data. The second part is also, which is how the generative AI system, right? It, it gives you predictions. It gives you uh, some analysis of a particular disease. It gives you line of treatment based on analysis, but still We are not there yet, I would say, from a transparency perspective. At any point of time, number one, what treatment or what line of thinking AI uh, tool has taken, generative AI has taken, and why it has taken that line of treatment or why it is recommending that line of treatment that needs to be traced. And still that transparency is still not built in the tool sets which people have. So that is another concern people have. The third concern, which is related to the ethical aspect is the biases, right? Depending on, because generative AI is a tool which is trained based on the data, which is fed to it, right? Now the data itself might have biases depending on um, what is the source of the data, right? Because the health conditions as well as the data from say, for example, United States, may or may not apply exactly to the conditions in India or in Southeast Asia, because of the different food habits, before the different lifestyle of people, different uh, genes, multiple factors, right? So there could be biases in the output, which is coming from the Gen AI. And another last, probably, but not the least is, the Gen AI output can be used to bias the uh, the thinking of people, right? And that is another aspect which is very serious. So yes, ethical considerations are really serious and then being considered uh, by all the governments and by our regulatory bodies. Yes, there are challenges associated with that and researchers are working on it, but I think we are still a little far away from getting to that point. But yes, early stage, uh, There are early stage considerations are getting addressed. Uh, But yes, I think, as I mentioned, there are uh, issues related to transparency, issues related to biases, issues related to uh, the way in the data, the PIA data we used.
0: Thank you, Ram, for all those uh, valuable insights. Uh, We would like to also ask, are there any uh, examples of successful implementations of generative AI in healthcare and the impact that they have created in healthcare sector?
1: So, as I mentioned, little early stage on the success part of it, but there are a few, I would say, research papers which talk about generative AI at least being able to automate, right? Some of the healthcare services anywhere in the range of 50 to 55% it also i mean some of the studies show that it will be able to reduce 25 to 30 percent of wait time in the retail healthcare so these are some of the the benefits which are very clearly uh coming out now coming to the the success stories right i would i mean because I have not been part of some of those, so I know it may, or, may not be fair on my part to quote. But yes, there are examples in the public domain. For example, Babylon Health, right? They have developed a chatbot, which actually is a medical chatbot that uses generative AI to ask patients about their symptoms and deliver personalized medical services. The other example, right, which is around personalized treatment plans, so there is a mention of Myo Clinic. Uh they have created a deep learning algorithm that can predict the risk of complications for a patient after surgery and then that generates a very personalized treatment plan for them. I'll give you another example which I think uh, has been discussed in multiple forums which is related to the scenarios which can be created or simulated for the treatment of sepsis which is a life threatening condition related to the the blood vessels right and University of Michigan has developed a generative AI algorithm that can simulate various different scenarios for treating sepsis and yes I mean whether it can cause infections and uh, how to treat those right so those simulations can be uh, generated. But these are again, right? Uh, I would say the use cases or success stories, which are in public domain, in India, I would say we are a little early at this stage. But many healthcare providers are already using JDI to really drive that personalized care for patients.
0: Thank you for sharing the use cases for us. Um, adding to our ethical consideration question earlier in Generative AI, are there any regulatory guidelines or frameworks in place to govern the use of Generative AI in healthcare sector?
1: Yes, I know. I would say uh, yes, most of the countries have come up with the the regulations and regulatory guidelines around security of the data because it, it, it depends on the health data of a patient, right, so it's a personal data. Uh, how that data should be handled, uh, as well as where that data can be stored, and after the analysis and after the, uh, I would say, the treatment uh, direction or the, the way in which a particular disease has to be treated using that data, Uh, how that should be made public. So there are regulations around that. Many governments have taken. Uh, India, for example, has taken a slightly different approach. While there were guidelines published by Government of India in 2018 and then the revised guideline published in 2022 uh, related to overall usage of artificial intelligence, uh, there is work going on on generative AI, especially but India has taken a position that you want to be number one in this AI technology. So currently, India will not restrict uh, any usage of the AI technology per se broadly, right? But of course, there are going to be regulations on usage of a data, uh, which is not yet published. Uh, as far as I know, recently, NASCOM has uh, published a clear guideline and a policy for using the data as well as using generative AI. But at the government level, I'm sure there is work going on uh, on the policy and the regulations for generative AI.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Ram. Um, Our one last question to you is, looking ahead, what do you see as the future potential of generative AI in healthcare sector and how do you see it evolving in the coming years?
1: Well, the potential is massive. Right. And as I mentioned, I'll just touch upon all the areas one more time. Right. Clearly, generative AI use cases in healthcare are in medical simulations, drug discovery, clinical trials, medical chatbots, medical imaging, right, patient care, and then so on and so forth. So these are very prominent areas where there are multiple use cases. It is definitely going to enhance. Number one, the patient care, it will make it far more personalized. It will also help reduce the cost of the patient care as well as the drug discovery and also improve the efficacy of drugs post-clinical trials. So there is a significant significant potential there as well, right? The medical imaging area, which is another area where there will be significant uh, potential and I see a lot of advancement happening there because now this technology helps you look at various different images be it x-rays, be it uh, CT scan be it MRI scan. It also helps you enhance the the resolution of those images so that uh, it becomes far more clearer and then the caregivers or the doctors can make far more insightful decisions on that. And then the third angle, which is the overall cost of drugs, because if the drug discovery can be made uh, faster. If the clinical trials can actually analyze much larger data quickly, that improves the efficacy of drugs. So obviously the overall uh, I would say the cost of drugs or the cost of many things that can also go down. So all in all, definitely it will make the care far more effective, far more hyper personalized, I would say. Second thing, it will reduce the overall cost of the healthcare care for the citizens and for individuals, and it will bring in a lot more operational efficiencies also in the whole process. Right from when you go to hospital checking in the hospital, or be it the the hospital discharge process, which are typically the pain areas, uh, those also there is a good potential to accelerate and then reduce time for those as well. So these are some of the clear benefits which we will get uh, as the enhancement, as well as as the research in generative AI uh, goes to next level.
0: Thank you so much for joining us, Ram, and addressing all these questions uh, of generative AI impact in healthcare sector.
1: Thank you, Pallavi.
0: On that note, with this, we come to end of this episode. Please do visit our website to know more about generative AI in healthcare and do leave us some comments on other such topics on generative AI that you would like us to explore. Currently signing off and thanks for tuning in.